Vox Quick Hits. It's Today Explained. I'm Sean Ramos from The President is Joe Biden. He's been in office for one day and he's been a very busy Biden. As we mentioned on the show yesterday, 17 executive orders, proclamations, memorandums were signed almost immediately after he took office. Together, they represent a major reversal of the former administration's policies and an attempt to rejoin the international order. We could probably spend 17 episodes of the show spelling it all out, or we could do 17 presidential actions in 17 minutes. Do the one that sounds fun, ding dong. Wow. First, rude. But you're right. Here we go. Number one, rejoin the WHO. With Vox's Julia Blues. Back in July, Joe Biden tweeted that the U.S. would rejoin the WHO on his first day as president and, quote, restore our leadership to the world stage. And he's made good on that promise. So even if the WHO is imperfect, it's the only global health agency we have. And obviously a pandemic is a global event. So withdrawing during a pandemic was just an, a crazy thing to do, basically. America led the effort to eradicate smallpox and stop polio. And America's long been the world leader in funding for global health. And the U.S. contributes more money to the WHO than any other country. But Trump obviously made withdrawing from these types of multilateral agreements a priority of his administration. One thing I did hear from people in the global health community when I wrote about this is that the new administration is going to have its hands full trying to rebuild um, relationships with people in the international community and that it's not going to change overnight. Um, the U.S. has lost credibility and its standing with how it's dealt with the pandemic over the last year. So I think, yeah, there's definitely going to be some work to do ahead, but it seems like a step in the right direction. Number two, mask up. With Vox's Dylan Scott. This executive order would require federal employees, federal contractors, and anybody who goes into a federal building or onto federal land to wear a mask and to practice social distancing. First and foremost, this is just a break from what the Trump administration had done, which you know had, had refused to put any similar order into place. Uh, but it's also about sending a signal. The federal government only has so much authority in terms of what it can require state or local governments to do, you know, in terms of businesses or uh, state parks, you know, those are state and local government decisions. So what Biden is doing here is, is trying to set an example, like these are the standards that we're going to have at federal facilities, and we're going to encourage state and local governments to follow suit. You know, as much as anything, this is about signaling a break from the Trump era and showing that the federal government is taking COVID-19 more seriously. Number three, leadership on the pandemic. Duh. So this executive order will establish a new position in the White House, a COVID-19 response coordinator, somebody who will be responsible for overseeing the entirety of the federal response and who will report directly uh, to President Biden 
on those issues. And so to date, I think there's been a lot of confusion about who exactly is in charge of what in the federal government when it comes to COVID-19. There are a bunch of different agencies involved, HHS, Department of Labor, Department of Education. And so if you're, you know, in one of those agencies or if you're a governor out in the states who's trying to get more N95 masks or more ventilators or figure out uh, when you're going to get more vaccine doses, you might not be sure who you're supposed to be in touch with to try to resolve that problem. And so by creating this new uh, response coordinator position, a new chain of command, hopefully it'll bring more structure to the federal response. Number four, extend the eviction moratorium. What's a moratorium? Whatever you said. Vox's Emily Stewart will explain. People aren't going to be evicted from their homes, whether they're renters or homeowners, through March 31st. It's a good idea because we don't want people losing their homes during the pandemic. Now, the Biden administration estimates that one in five renters and one in 10 homeowners are behind on payments. So this is a big deal. But a big question going forward is to make sure that these people don't fall off a cliff once these moratoriums end. If you haven't been able to pay your rent for a long time, we don't want people on the streets once those eviction moratoriums end on April 1st. So in the stimulus bill passed in December, we did see some rental assistance for renters and for landlords. And one thing that Biden has been talking about with Congress is sending more money out to those people so that they aren't in a ton of debt. And so that, again, once the eviction moratoriums end, they don't lose their homes because they're caught up on their rent. Number five, don't worry about your student loans for now. Thank goodness. There is a pause on federal student loan payments and interest payments through at least September 2021. Tens of millions of Americans have federal student loan debt, totaling about $1.5 trillion. And black borrowers in particular face a really heavy burden here because they tend to have more debt and they have a harder time paying it off. So this is going to be really helpful for them. It is worth noting that there are also borrowers with private student loans that are left out of this who aren't getting help and haven't gotten help at all. Number six, racial equity. Racial equity? That's going to take more than 17 minutes. It's just a presidential order. How much time do we have? You're at six minutes. Here's Vox's Fabiola Sinius. So this is a new administration coming in and saying, hey, we we'd see and we understand that economic health and climate crises basically affect communities differently because of this country's history of inequity And also this country's history of just not providing equal rights to everyone. So Joe Biden and his his administration are basically trying to be comprehensive and saying this needs to come from the federal government in order to advance equity, civil rights and racial justice across all areas of American life. And importantly, the action counters something that Trump did during his administration, which was basically set up the 1776 Commission. And that commission was an effort to basically erase a lot of American history. So Joe Biden is rescinding the 1776 Commission with this action. Number seven, on the basis of sex. Vox is Anna North. Under the Trump administration, LGBTQ rights activists would say 
there was like no federal agency that didn't have some kind of mandate to restrict LGBTQ and especially trans rights. This is aimed at kind of undoing some of that as well as really shoring up protections for LGBTQ Americans. It's based on a Supreme Court case from 2020, Bostock versus Clayton County, uh, that found that federal laws banning sex discrimination also ban discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. Basically requires that all federal agencies go through the regulations, all their stuff, make sure they're compatible with Bostock and with equity. If not, they need to make a plan to make them compatible, and they need to do that in 100 days. Number eight. An executive order for some executive orders. With Vox's Lee Zhou. This executive order is called the Order on Revocation of Certain Executive Orders Concerning Federal Regulation. What that basically means is that it's an executive order intended to undo other executive orders that Trump had put forward in his administration related to regulations that agencies could use. So if you'll recall, Trump had a pretty famous executive action where he required all agencies to eliminate two regulations for every one regulation they wanted to add. And that was intended to cut costs or streamline how they approached these rules. But Biden is going forward and undoing this because he thinks that agencies need more freedom and more flexibility to determine how they respond to the current pandemic and the economic crisis. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts. 